0: Welcome to the Who's he podcast with me Phil And me Paul And on this week's show we've gone all festive Because we're going to be taking a look at the 2008 Christmas special The Next Doctor All we excited about that aren't we? You can hear the, the jingle bells I'm, now can't
1: you? I was going to say I thought you just dressed yourself in tinsel
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I never the It's going to chafe. Yeah it is, I was going to say I resisted the urge to say and nothing else <laughs> But too late I've said it Oh dear. The holly's a bit awkward but <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so um yeah, so we decided to go festive this week and um obviously go for one of the uh, one of the recent Christmas specials that we've sort of missed on our uh, retrospective so far, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. But it's caught up with us at last. It has, isn't it, unfortunately. It's caught up with us. So yes, we'll be we, we'll we, uh, taking a look at that later on. Uh but first let's have some news. And obviously the big news this week was the new TARDIS interior has been revealed in all its glory. Yeah. Um, now, I I must admit, I tried to avoid it when it was announced. The, the Twitter feed went uh, mad on the, on the morning it was announced, and I tried to avoid it. Uh, but unfortunately, during the course of like, trying to get news items for uh, this week's uh, show, there it was, slap bang on the front page of one of the sites I look at. So I thought, oh, oh. oh, well, that's it now. Um, as I say, the way you treated the old one, it's tried to avoid you yeah. as well. <laughs> I still regret not trying to nick something off of that console. Now, now knowing what I know, that it, it was not going to be used again, so I could have had a little bit of history there. But oh, never, never mind. Um, I, what did you think? What did you think of it? It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. You, when mean, you've seen the pictures. You, without really, you don't, you can't really get necessarily the sense of scale from it. No. So we'll have to wait until. It does, uh, yeah.
0: It does look a bit smaller, Christmas Day or doesn't Boxing it? Day,
1: depending on when you see it. Yeah, I mean the angle yeah. of
0: the photograph. It does look smaller. It looks, well, it looks like the old console again. Um, but
1: you know, it's, it's difficult to tell, don't it?
0: You yeah, just, like I say,
1: you just don't really have an idea of until you actually see someone behind it. Yeah, you haven't got an idea of scale, really.
0: Well, there was something when they they come to redesigning it. I would read somewhere that. Um, Sort of Stephen Moffat was saying that it, it, well, what they've done previously with the consoles, it was it was like um, it was almost magical. Yeah, and they didn't want to have it to be like a magical place. At the end of the day, the TARDIS is a machine. Machine. Yeah. So they wanted to go back to that machine-like look. Um yeah, I mean, it looks. I mean, obviously, we're going to find out a lot more on Christmas Day. But yeah, it looks a bit. I'd say it looks a bit McGann and a little bit Davison era yeah.
1: console. Yeah, I think as someone said, so they recognise it when they come back for the fiftieth anniversary.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a good point actually. Who knows? But no, I, I I like it. I do like it. So, but of course, not only are we getting a new TARDIS interior, uh, we're also getting a new theme tune, or rejigged theme tune, and a new title sequence as well. Yeah, well, they do say rejigged, but it's totally different. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Who knows? Uh, they said they've kept the uh, sort of the the scary quality of the theme tune. So uh, they say it's um, the this latest version is more thrilling and powerful. Right. Hmm. And says you'll hear it as if it's never as it's never sounded before. Well, I suppose you could say that about when when um, Matt Smith started. Everyone was like a little bit. Oh, what have they done to the theme tune? Yeah. So I wonder if it's going to have that kind of effect, or it's going to be a. Uh, Wow, this is brilliant! What you know? What you know? Look what they've done with the theme tune. It's fantastic. Rather than that sort of bewilderment, I think that that uh, greeted the uh, the current version. The fact is, it's changed enough times for people to yes, yeah, right. It's that's not right. as if
1: like you know we've had this one since nineteen sixties and
0: well, I suppose they're only changing it for the first time. Yeah, I suppose for like this sort of generation, the new generation of viewers to, to who it it must be like. For our generation, when it changed from you know the original one from the seventies, when it changed to the one in the eighties, yeah. So it, it, it again, it must have had the same kind of sort of shock value, I suppose.
1: Yeah, especially if it's like the one in the eighties. Yeah, I know <laughs> it was a
0: complete departure, <laughs> wasn't it? So dear oh dear. but uh, yeah. So anyway, it it, it does look, um, it doesn't look. Like it's going to be a, it is going to be a special Christmas special this year. Yeah, there's a lot of changes ahead. So it's something to look forward to. Definitely something to look forward to. Um, and also, um, Stephen Moffat's been briefly speaking about Matt Smith's new look for the Doctor as well. And obviously they've been saying, asking, why is the Doctor dressing differently? Well, he's just basically, what well, he's fitting into the crowd. He, he's dressing like a Victorian gentleman because he's basically sort of hung up his, uh, how can I put it, hung up his uh, sonic screwdriver. He's no longer helping the world out. He just wants to fit in.
1: Yeah, which makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact the fact is that you always
1: get this whole thing about the TARDIS having this huge wardrobe, Hmm. and certainly from five onwards, they've hardly changed.
0: No, that's right.
1: Once they've had a once they once they've dressed once they put a costume on, that's it.
0: Yeah, there's been no difference, and that's what that's what um, Stephen Moffat goes into a little bit more detail about. He says that. They when the Doctor Who came back in 2005 they were very very conscious of not having someone dress like the Doctor so that's where they went with sort of like more or less like modern clothes Yeah. I mean, so, so that, that eccentric dress sense but now they just seem to embrace it a lot more because Matt Smith basically looks good in anything you put him in
1: I <laughs> mean she had that odd bit with Rose at the start wouldn't it where she would change costumes occasionally to fit in Yeah. but the Doctor wouldn't
0: no nah. He just sort of where his, his thing. I know, okay, the doctor never really has. There's only been a couple of occasions, I think, where the doctor has sort of changed his dress sense to, to fit in. Um, I suppose you could. I mean, the obvious one is the talon, talons of Wen Chiang. Yeah. But uh, but now they're saying sort of like Matt Smith's doctor's a bit more grown up. Um, he's sort of quoted here as saying that he's a bit more pertwee like, and the look just suited him. So they sort of stuck with it. And obviously, we've seen those, um, those shots a few months back, didn't we? when they first released um, sort of the first official photograph of General Lee's with Matt Smith. Yeah. And he's wearing a frock coat and waistcoat. Yeah. So we knew for, for a long time that he sort of sort of rejigged his costume a little bit. And we sort of briefly spoke about this before we started recording, that Moffat also makes another good point. If you look at Tom Baker and John Pertwee, they don't wear the same clothes all the time. It's just no. they keep the look, it's- don't they?
1: It's it's variations on a theme, isn't it? Rather exactly. than the same costume.
0: Yeah, exactly. So obviously, I think you know they're keeping the bow tie look, but he's obviously changing what goes with it. And I'm yeah. all for that. You know, I think I think it's it's something they sort of sort of should have sort of done again, really. It'd say, bring a bit of variety to cosplay, wouldn't it? It <laughs> <laughs> would, won't it? Different versions of the Eleventh uh, Doctor now, so yes. <laughs> yeah. that's what we want. Okay, well, obviously, um, talk about next year. Uh, it's the fiftieth. Bf Five announced what their next Doctor Who sort of uh, afternoon they're going to have with their uh, was it Doctor Who at fifty as they're calling it, and the one announced for February they're going to be showing is Tomb of the Cybermen for the for the Patrick Trouton story. Yes. So, so obviously, that, that so obviously, as we said before, William Hart will still an unearthly child. I'll say that again: an unearthly child is on the 12th of January, and 9th of February will be the Tomb of the Cybermen. Now, interestingly, in March, uh, it will be John Pertwee's turn, and they've selected The Mind of Evil, and it's going to be um, basically the newly restored colour version. And I think that's that's the unveiling of it, isn't it? It's, it's the first time it's going to be shown anywhere.
1: Yeah, which is quite exciting and quite a coup for them.
0: Yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. I think uh, that will be. But I'm not too worried about the Troutman, because I'm not a big fan of Tomb of the Sidemen, if I'm honest. No, you didn't like it, did you? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not a big fan of that story. Um, but, mind I the me, but I suppose they're slightly
1: limited time, on, but... on trout, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I suppose that's that's the classic. Well, that's been hailed as his classic story, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I don't think it's that great myself. So <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, but the Perky one, I'm sort of quite keen on going to see. But the other good thing that they've uh, announced that they're going to show the, the uh, recently restored versions of the Peter Cushing films as well. Yeah. Although no date for them, is there? No, not at the moment.
1: They're, they're released in June or something, aren't they? So
0: I would imagine it would be around about that time then. So it's yeah. a special preview showing all the thought. Yeah. But no, that, that sounds good. That's, I'd like to see them on the big screen, actually, or a bigger screen, at least the Peter Cushing films. I, I do like them.
1: Well, seeing as that was actually shot to be shown on that sort of,
0: yeah, exactly. Screen it, uh, yeah. So, but it then says um, the climax of the BFI celebration will be a special preview screening of an adventure in time and space, which is the drama written by Mark Gatiss on how the Doctor Who series was, was uh, created. Yeah, again, makes sense, they, doesn't
1: it? They usually get something, don't they? As a preview when there's mm. something happening, and obviously, I doubt they're going to get the they'd get the fiftieth anniversary episode so that's the the next best thing isn't it
0: yeah that's it so i mean i don't know whether i want to go and see that I'm perfectly happy to wait and watch that when it comes on the telly to be honest i
1: mean it depends on on if they have a Q and who's the q and a as well doesn't it i mean that could be quite interesting yeah
0: because that's the thing at the moment all the the what the um stories they've announced they each one will come with a q and a panel afterwards but no guests have been announced yet for any of the uh Any of the showings for January, February, March.
1: Yeah, they're they're still not um, announced even the January one, which is, what, two weeks away now.
0: Yeah, which is a bit strange. Unless it's a big surprise. Yeah. Unless they've got um, William Russell there or something. Makes sense if they did.
1: (laughs) Well, it would do. I mean, they're they're slightly limited in who
0: Well, it's William Russell and um, Caroline Ford, cast-wise, anyway. Yeah. Who directed that? Was it Richard Martin? He's still alive, isn't he? Oh, that's what um, Morris was saying, yeah, was saying. Yeah. So, no, he, he's... I, I, I he's definitely, because
1: he's, he's actually done one, hasn't he? He did a uh, director's Q&A, didn't he? Mm. In America, in New York, earlier. was it earlier in the year or late last year?
0: Didn't he do one at Galley last year? Or this, this year, I should say. He was um, interviewed by... Yeah, he was there, yeah, but he
1: also did, I think... Yeah. Uh, did they did they do a show? Did they do something similar to this?
0: There was a there, spe- there was a special in New it was, York. It was like an evening with Warris Hussein, wasn't it? That sort yeah. of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, he'd obviously be was an obvious, obviously being obvious choice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Are you being obvious there, Paul? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, so that's it. So any obviously any more sort of news we get on that, we'll sort of bring it to over the over the coming months. Yes. And uh, we'll like- interrupt you while you're just carving the turkey. Yes. <laughs> Breaking news, everyone. <laughs> now, um, finally, uh, a little bit of uh, DVD news. The uh, covers for the January DVD release of the Legacy Collection, which uh, incorporates Sharda and more than 30 Years in the TARDIS. The, uh, the cover art has been released for that. A um, little bit more news on the Ark in Space Special Edition. Uh, the additional extras are now been classified by the BBFC. Uh, which I think we've talked about before, haven't we, oh, what all yeah. the extras were, so they've actually now got their uh, their clearance. Uh, the Green Death Special Edition.
1: Yeah, which is news. Yes. Us um, as well, yeah, It, it, was, it was,
0: uh last week, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, yeah, don't know actually when it's going to be released in uh, 2013. So it's going to be a uh, special two-disc edition, and the story's going to be enhanced to a higher quality than before. Obviously, it's not going to be high-def or anything, but obviously they can sort of sharpen the picture up and the interesting thing is it's going to have a full length documentary as well
1: yeah so I mean I'm, there was something um, talking about documentaries but not was people going to be interested in previews mm. of documentaries um, which actually would be something of interest as well but I don't know whether that will ever come to fruition
0: hmm I don't know but no, there's no details on the, the what the documentary is going to include. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be about the making of the Green Death. Or, or, you know, I, I it probably yeah. goes about saying Yeah. But another as a bonus, it will include um, a commentary with I think it says here with uh, Joe Grant herself, Casey Manning, and uh, Russell T. Davis. Yes. Yeah. So that will be uh, that would be good. That would be good. And it also says it's going to also incorporate Death of the Doctor, which was the the Sarah Jane Adventures, story. Yeah, which is what Joker I think Ron.
1: the commentary is going to be for, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. so
0: yeah, um, which I suppose makes sense. It's, it, it's her
1: return, wasn't it, to the fold?
0: Yeah. After um, leaving the did, Green did, did you actually watch it? Because you never watched the Sarah Jane Avengers did you?
1: I did see that.
0: Did see, I thought Just it was out of interest. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, I thought it was quite good actually. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll uh, re- we'll review that when the special edition comes out. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll go through. there just have a quick uh, quick chat about that one.
1: It does make you sort of now a bit in the gaps that I've got in my DVD collections. Mm. You're starting to think, do I, am I? The minute I'm gonna next time, minute I'm gonna buy the next one. Yeah, within a week they're going to release. They're going to they're going to say there's going to be a special edition coming out later in the year.
0: Yeah, this is what I mean. Some of the these I've I actually bought three times now. Yeah, which is. Ridiculous. I mean, I think I caught one of them. I think it was something like the um, Spirit from yes, Space. Space. Yeah, that was in mean, Spirit from Space, was one of the first Doctor Who DVDs I bought. And then when they bought out Terror of the Autons, you couldn't buy that on its own, you had to buy it in the box set with Spirit from Space. So I bought yeah. it again. Now they're bringing out a special edition of that next year. Yeah. In high def. So so that'd be three times I would have bought that.
1: You do think this is where they're going to go, though, with everything. Now, once they've run out of actually new episodes to release. Mm. This is really all they can do, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, they can't go Blu-ray with any of them because they can't enhance the the, the picture any further than they have done with some no. of them. So at least we can sort of breathe a sigh of relief if we've not, we don't have to buy them all on Blu-ray all over again. Um, but as you say, the best you can sort of hope for really is they just clean up the picture on some of them. Yeah, and that's what that's what as you say that's what's going to happen. That's all they can do now.
1: I can see Tony's DVD collection getting enhanced as we hand down. Our- <laughs> Enhanced? Started, you mean? <laughs> started. Well, no, you've already, you've already started that, didn't you? The collection you gave him that was the the revisitation stuff he had. Oh, yeah, I sort of passed oh. on to
0: him. Yeah, that's it. Oh, dear. Oh, well, so, yeah, Merry Christmas, Tony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll soon be getting a copy of The Green Death.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> OK, folks, that's it for the news this week. Um, there's no um, Omega's Attack Corner. Um I couldn't find any tat to announce before Christmas. I think it's probably a bit late in the day to give anyone Christmas yeah. present ideas, isn't it?
1: Everybody's bought their tat out well in advance. Oh yes, I... haven't
0: they, just? Haven't they, just? Christ, we were announcing Christmas tat back in August, weren't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, I hate all that Christmas in August. Oh God. Okay then, folks. So for another week then, that was the news. Okay then, folks. It's time for a little festive retrospective, and as promised at the beginning of the show, this time we're going to look at the 2008 Christmas special, The Next Doctor. What have we got here then? Hold on, hold on. Who are you? I'm the Doctor. Simply the Doctor, the one, the only, and the best. Rosita, give me the sonic screwdriver. What? Now, quickly, get back to the TARDIS.
1: What's the what? If you could stand back, sir, this is a job for a Time Lord.
0: Job for a what Lord? Oh. Oh, that's oh, a, that's a new. Yeah. Right. Who wants to go first? Uh, you can if you like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I must admit, I kind of enjoyed it in a in a, yeah. in a strange way. It's it's not an awful story. No. It gets ridiculous it's... towards the end.
1: Yeah. It, it's actually for for at least the first half of it a very good. I think it's actually a good
0: story. Yeah. It just loses its way, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it it's goes in far too far uh, off beam, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it just gets you know ridiculous. But okay, okay. So we should we just sort of start off with David Morrissey then? Yeah, because he was kind of just doing an impression of David Tennant's Doctor. It wasn't. it yeah. really, wasn't
1: really his own Doctor, was he? There was the bits where he was saying exactly the same lines, weren't yeah,
0: they? Yeah, like the Alan Z and Yeah and sort of very cocksure and full of himself. Like the tenth doctor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which which should make sense when you know the story.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought he was you know I thought he was okay. I don't know whether we... he carried the actual costume
1: and the role quite well, I thought.
0: Yeah. Um I begin to wonder if I mean did you think at the time that this he would be the next doctor? When... Actually that's
1: slightly my thing about the first half an hour of this at least was they probably didn't leave that running long enough, did they long enough, or with enough doubt there mm. they did wrap it, open it up quite early, didn't they that you realize you didn't really have a sonic screwdriver um and...
0: yeah or, or a tardis or yeah yeah it was it was just like and they sh- could have really
1: played that.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, they should have done it. it. Was I think that was a big, a big mistake actually, because it. Was, did you say it? it was just resolved very, very quickly? And I think once that happened, Derry Morrissey really did take a back seat. Yeah, Then he? He just sort of became, well, almost he had no identity at all after the doctor revealed to him that he, he was actually Jackson Lake, and he sort of stopped becoming, you know, that sort of heroic character that he was. To a certain degree,
1: yeah, it was it was it was the almost falling apart of him, wasn't it? And then, yeah,
0: I know he's sort of like you know he'd had a the guy had, had a massive sort of shock Just and his wife killed. His um his son as had been uh, kidnapped by the Cybermen. But so I suppose you could say, yeah, he was kind of a broken man. And as the doctor said, he took on, he became the doctor because he just his mind was trying to run away from itself. Yeah, from the of scene, you know that you know getting over that trauma, but. As you say, it, it, they could have just dragged that out. That could have been the resolution of the story, rather than the Cyber King. Yeah, oh, I, I just,
1: The Cyber King, it was just too big a... Ridiculous an ending, wasn't it?
0: Well, that's... That's RTD And again, interestingly,
1: have you, did you, have you watched the Confidential that went with this?
0: Uh, I didn't watch it today, no, I must be honest.
1: Where he actually says that... Oh, you want to make it big, but of course you don't want to go too far. And I was oh my God, what was you thinking when you thought this wasn't going too far? <laughs> what, what plans did he have that he actually rejected as going too far? Christ,
0: it's a shame the end we, of it, time problem. It, it, well, I was going to say, I <laughs> shame we didn't remember that. By the time we got around to doing end of time, really, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> oh, yeah. It it just seems to be a bit of a, a missed opportunity. They could have really sown a bit more of a mystery, I think, with yeah.
1: this one. The actual other thing in this, I don't know if your copy had it as well, Mm. but when the Doctor listens, you get the Doctor checking the heartbeat. Yeah. Do you actually hear the one heartbeat on your version? No, I don't. Oh, because I've got the Blu-ray and you do. Oh, right, okay. Interestingly, I thought myself, I don't remember. I thought there was something about that. And when I watched The Confidential, uh, Russell T Davies goes, yeah, and we didn't. We, we recorded it with the heartbeat, then realised that was giving too much away, so we took that out.
0: Yeah, because it, it, it does give too much away.
1: Yeah, but obviously the
0: Blu-ray I've got actually has it that scene. Oh no, I've got. I've, so I've got the original DVD release. Yeah. So yeah, that's has, that has that's not included on there. So that's that's interesting. So they well, obviously, obviously put I the
1: wrong version on the the obviously. Blu-ray. Wow. Really oh, perhaps it's just my copy.
0: Maybe it's.
1: You do get those oh,
0: strange copies. i will set a reserve
1: price, and <laughs>
0: <fun>. <laughs> God, yeah, if you, you if you were the only one to have that, you could make an absolute killing on eBay, couldn't you? <laughs> no, that, that's. I'd never knew they um, that version existed.
1: <laughs> it really does, unless, unless unless I was getting so excited watching it, it was my own heart I could hear beating. <laughs>
0: But I don't think it was that gripping. I don't think either of us can get that excited about anything, huh. to be honest. <laughs> huh. Yeah, we, we have a certain amount of British reserve, don't we, when it comes to <laughs> comes to anything, to be honest. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's, that's where I think they missed. I think they re- did miss a trick there, didn't they?
1: It was an excellent story, I think. Just yeah, they could have spun that out. They could have spun that out a bit more and had a bit less at the end. Mm. And even actually, the point where I think it actually starts to go off the rails is is when you get the children being taken into the um, machine factory bit, and that yeah. all becomes very cliched and yes, yeah. The and urge, the and
0: from, urges then from then the on, the work there. Really, and really. yeah. yeah, it's It was the whole Cy- again. It was the whole Cyberman thing that that let the whole story down. And I think really, what kind of ruined it? I think that the, the one of the great scenes in in this is the Cybermen um, marching out of the, the the mist. Yeah, in the at, cemetery. In the cemetery, which is, phantom yeah. with the snow and everything, it it looked that looked great. That Other should, than the what, sound of the Cybermen. Cybermen, yeah. Well, no, I've got a problem with that because you heard them in the distance, and she said you can oh you can you can hear them coming, or hear yeah. they come now. You know, um, that should have been the first reveal. Yes. Of the Cybermen. Yeah. But that had been ruined beforehand. With with Miss Hartigan and the cyber con- uh, cyber leader talking about you know going to the funeral and all that and it, yeah. that funeral bit should have been the first time you saw them and her yes oh I don't even mind seeing her
1: but yeah
0: yeah it just her, uh,
1: her on her own or her with ch- the somewhere along the line yeah just in a normal situation would have been yeah. fine
0: yeah that sh- that that scene at the graveside that should have been. To my mind, anyway, the first reveal of the Cybermen, that would have had a lot more impact.
1: Yeah. Well, the point is, though, they'd used it in the trailer, hadn't they? Yeah, at the end of
0: Series 4, didn't they?
1: Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't... I suppose as far as... That's probably why they used it in the trailer, because they knew but it wasn't actually going to be the reveal scene.
0: Mm.
1: But even even the, re-
0: the reveal scene wasn't all that, was it? No. To be honest. But then you get the Cyber Shades. Yeah. Now... At the time, I thought it was a bit of a... I thought, what is the point to this? Do you... Yeah. Uh, watching it now, do you see what the point to them is? No, only... Well, I suppose
1: they were effectively guard dogs, and that was it, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because he said they sort of like... I mean, he just made this uh, assumption that they were sort of like the brain of a cat or a dog. Like yeah. Like a, a part conversion. But, again, w- w- you know... If of, what? A, of what? Of what? Because it wasn't a cat or a dog under there, was it? No. Unless it was a Labradoodle. <laughs> it could be, actually. It <laughs> <Yeah>, probably was. <laughs> yeah, they just converted Labradoodles to do their bidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part was getting the Labrador and the Poodle to mate. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> or not, as the case may be. Who knows? maybe, well, yeah. Yeah. Um... I bet I know when on top. <laughs> No, it, it, they were just pointless. And then that whole thing of, like, the um, dragging both doctors through the warehouse. Um, i like to know how the hell Rosita managed to get up the stairs. Stairs with the axe. With the yeah. axe. Well, there was the point where it stopped at the top. It was. And was but both she, hanging there. But she had to really peg it up those stairs in that dress. Yeah. As well. And beat them to the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. That was but kind of... Kind of stupid, wasn't it? Really, but yeah,
1: I mean, I, 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 no, I can understand where that was coming from. With that was the fact that if you can actually, rather than having to write a long scene of of dialogue where they become friends or yeah, whatever, yeah. you just throw them into a life threatening position and they both in, they both react as they would do as enjoying it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you right. find that right. common bond with them. Yeah,
0: so, Yeah, it was just it was just the whole um, thing of being dragged across the floor. It was like a Scooby Doo cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah, I know it's a Christmas special. But it'd be like it's, fun, and it's a, you know, a, you know, using a word that only the sun uses, uh, a romp. But, yes, you know, it was. I know it's supposed to be a bit of fluff, isn't it? But obviously, us being Doctor Who fans, we take it all far too seriously. Seriously, yes,
1: <laughs> obviously, yeah. But we're getting back to the cemetery scene, mm. and obviously, how good that was. And the noise of the Cybermen. They yeah. then had to put in the joke line, didn't they? Later on, oh, when you two p- Cybermen creep up on them,
0: yeah. Is
1: it, you have put, you put your feet legs, in legs on silence?
0: Yeah, uh, that that was that was a, a nice little throwaway gag, actually.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it does express what the whole problem is has been of the Cybermen. Yeah, since they've been brought back, is the of that noise is the fact that. You should be able to hear them coming a mile away. Yeah, and they're not the quickest movers, so they should never be of any threat to you.
0: Well, they never have been the quickest of movers, have they, Simon? No, they, they've always sort of lurched around a little bit. Um, hopefully, that will be addressed in then the in the, uh, the uh, Neil Gaiman episode yes. that's up that's coming up. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, we just ruined it for you. But... <laughs> yeah, so um, so i sort of like getting back to the whole the reveal, because it was all pretty much, as we said, the reveal of the next Doctor wasn't the next Doctor, it was Jackson Lake. And I still do like the bit with the info stamp when it's showing the past Doctors.
1: Yes. Although, why particularly, you presume if the one he broke open mm. the, was the one that fed back into him to destroy the Cybermen, and that fed yeah. back into him. Surely that one was then destroyed.
0: So how? Come well, yeah, so exactly. They were carrying spares. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that that was a little bit. That's the thing with with Russell T. Davis. He, he, I always found this with him. He gets so carried away, and he just creates these silly little plot holes.
1: Yeah, I mean, they could have done that as flashback to the actual. Yeah, you see when it breaks open, and it.
0: It feeds all the past identities into him. To him, yeah, yeah. that would have been enough, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I mean, it's a small point, no, but it was... No, that's funny. it, but it's those, it's those small points. It, it, it's silly little things like that that sort of... that don't ruin an episode, but it just sort of makes you...
1: Just takes you out of it for a minute.
0: Yeah, that's it, that's it.
1: Um, what is a good idea is just then um, turned, up, turned up on its head a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I know we've already had um, the past doctors sort of revealed in um, The Family of Blood two-parter, yeah. With the um with the, the, the book that the uh, John Smith character was uh, was writing, Journal yeah. of Impossible Things, wasn't it? Yeah um so you but you just had illustrations there. So I think this this was the first time they actually used footage of previous doctors. And it was sort yeah. of really sort of I mean, they're just upfront about it, weren't they? It was sort of um I think the, the journal of impossible things references was like a little. That was just like a cursory nod to the past doctors. This was like a full on. Yes, they, they, we we are acknowledging their existence. Yeah. Sort of properly now. So yeah, I, I you know it was okay, but it was just it was at that point though. I think that's when it started to go wrong story wise.
1: Yeah, I mean the the good story was, is this a future of regeneration or not? Wasn't it? Mm. And actually, once you get past that the actual rest of the story isn't.
0: It's irrelevant. Actual,
1: yeah, it's irrelevant, isn't it? The actual Cybermen bit of it isn't overly good, and they've got this woman who's capable of resisting conversion.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's also so so mind's too cliched, isn't it? That bit. Yeah, oh, it's that's the problem. It's just it's any time that Cybermen are seen to be introduced, and any story like it, it's just so cliched. Yeah. You know, the whole thing about, oh, their mind's more powerful than the Cybermen, and, and it, oh, dear. It's all and I, what, what do you think of... Um, I, I can never pronounce her name properly. Is it Dervla Durv, Ker, Kerwan or Kerwin or...?
1: Kerwin, I think.
0: Is it Kerwin?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, she was all right. I mean, she was all right. I think, she, I think the scene in the... Again, the scene in the cemetery... Yeah. ...was good, and I think she was good in that. Just the right amount of... Um, the villain. Yeah. Without actually going over the top.
0: Yeah. I, I, now, the, that scene... Now, you mentioned this to me last week when we were in the pub and I didn't get the reference at all. No. The, uh, the, the Tom Petty workhouse owner.
1: Yes. Just... And I'm sorry, from that moment on, then I've just got <laughs> Tom Petty lyrics going through my head every time he appeared on screen.
0: Yeah, now, in particular, it was from... Uh, what video... What's what sort you don't come around here no Daniel more, wasn't it? Yeah. The Alice in Wonderland Wonderland video, yeah. yeah. Have a look on YouTube, uh, people, then and have and then see what Paul's on about. I didn't, you said just could you show me the clip of that video and said,
1: yeah,
0: now see if you get the reference. And I didn't, I didn't get it at oh. all.
1: <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Perhaps it's just me, <laughs> maybe it is. I'm the only person who does not look
0: at that person. <laughs> I think it is, but. yeah. So, uh, so she takes over Tom Petty, <laughs> yes, and uh. Yeah, I was, I, it was, it was... I was actually starting to think the travelling Wilburys
1: haven't aged well ever. <laughs> oh, it's, it's... And then and finding themselves more and more at funerals as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you sick, sick man! <clears throat> Did you know for years I actually thought Roy Orbison was blind? <laughs> and he wasn't. <laughs> oh. oh, crikey. Uh, any, anyway, anyway, but never mind the travelling Wilburys you just get back onto this the next doctor um yeah so should should we get onto the the cyber king yes okay yeah um why why i oh, know why it was just it was just ridiculous you are you're,
1: you're, you're a small group of 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 cyber men that have fallen through the void mm. you're trying to establish a foothold
0: actually that's another thing as well how many more times
1: have they got to find through the void, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Fall, they go. fall through a cracking time or fall yeah. through the void. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, yes, carry on. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, really? Is, the, is this the most productive use of your time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> could soon they could just march around Victorian yeah. London.
1: It, it wasn't as if actually there was anything that just was going to... Stop them. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't as if they were having to fight aeroplanes and tanks and whatever, they needed this hugely weaponised bit of machinery yeah. to carry them around. They'd have been far better spending that time just converting humans.
0: Yeah. And to increase their numbers. Exactly. And as you say, well, the need to build Under the Thames was a cyber conversion factory. Yeah. And that was it.
1: And that was it, yeah. Because there wasn't exactly a huge population they had to deal with.
0: Oh dear. And then you had the... Um now, as I sort of read a bit more about this, the um the Dalek Continuum Dimension Rod thing. Yeah. Um now I just read up on this. It really was um shoehorned in, which Russell T. Davis regretted afterwards. But he said he couldn't think of another way to stop London being destroyed by a giant, you know, Cyber King. Yeah. And then he's after it was produced, it says here, um, now, this comes from Wikipedia, which we know is 100% correct. Yes. Um, his alternate ending, uh, it said, Miss Hartigan, she should have destroyed the cyber when she screamed, which she didn't do. Oh well, she did, really, didn't she? Yeah. Um, so she's, but, she's still in, but he said she's still in the chair. She didn't destroy herself. So his other idea was as the cyber king begins to fall over, the doctor just calls out and says, save them. And then she would be the one to cause the cyber king to disappear. And then there yeah. wouldn't have been in any need for the... Dalek rod thing That's no better than having a Dalek rod Why would right. it make Why would she make it disappear What powers has she all sudden got To make something disappear
1: Yeah that she's suddenly yeah Rather yeah. than just actually being a converted human She's now some sort of god
0: Yeah I, uh, It's even more Implausible isn't it than the, I mean, uh,
1: As in to why, they dis- why Her screaming destroys them
0: Yeah I mean, and, the but, and
1: vaporizes them. It's not just that they keel over.
0: Oh no, she de- totally destroys them, didn't she? I mean, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it, again, it's back to this whole thing of the Cybermen being so easily disposed of. And again, it's something Russell T Davies always comes back to when he when he wants to destroy anything in yeah. a, in the like the end of series um, episode or a Christmas special. Everything has to blow up. Yeah. Everything has got to be... Some, it's usually some kind of feedback will make them blow up or we'll have someone like Rose will erase them from time. Um, and again, he was doing the same thing here as well. He was basically having Miss Hartigan erase it from time.
1: Right, and the pro- problem he's, he's given himself is, hey, how do you get rid of this? How do you stop this thing destroying London?
0: Mm.
1: And the problem he's given himself there is the fact that he always sets these major battles in a large population area. Yeah. Like usually London.
0: Usually London, yeah. I mean, how many more times can he wipe out London?
1: Whereas if he'd said it in around a, a small village or whatever, he wouldn't have had the problem. It could have just killed over and been
0: destroyed or yeah. fallen back into a river or something, well, it, it disposed of that way. Well, that's the thing. It comes back to that thing we've said time and time again, is that thing where he he tries to top himself Yeah. in each Christmas special. And each time he, he tries to, the more ridiculous it gets... Yeah, you know, it really did need someone to tell you because, as you said, the next Doctor thing would have been a perfectly just just dealing with the whole David Morrissey character would have been perfectly acceptable.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Cyberman thing could have been a small story. It could have been that they was just yeah kidnapping people, taking people, and converting them, mm. and that could have just been a, a small bit into the. It didn't need the big build up, the balloon, and the yeah. Dalek weapons and whatever.
0: Well, see, this is this is my my other problem with this, is once it gets to the end, and, as we already said, halfway through, David Morrissey n- realises he isn't the Doctor, he's in fact Jackson Lake. Yeah. When it gets to the bit of the Cyber King, he is practically impotent after that. Yeah. He doesn't... He's got the whole thing about, you know, like he's, he's TARDIS, which was the... Um, Oh, what was it called? The Tethered Aerial... Yule. Oh, damn, I forgot what it was. But it's whole thing about... you said, one day I will ascend in that. Ross Davis didn't even give his character the opportunity to do, didn't to do to go that. Up. Yeah. Didn't give the opportunity to go on his balloon. He didn't even allow the character to save his own son. Yeah. The Doctor yeah. had to do that.
1: Yeah, he could have at least flown the balloon for the yeah. Doctor to, to fight the...
0: And how did David Tennant... Cyberging? Hide that cutlass in his trousers, if you excuse the innuendo.
1: Well, you know the rumours.
0: <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, he, had, he actually had that cutlass shoved down his trousers, and he pulled it out at the last moment. He pulled out, he whipped out his cutlass. <laughs> this is safe cutlass. He <laughs> wasn't. Now I'm going to use a word that I really don't like. It wasn't even sheathed. <laughs> No, yes,
1: you could have had a nasty accident at some point, yeah. couldn't you?
0: Unless these trousers are like the TARDIS. They're <laughs> just well, bigger on got, the inside, you know. You have got this sort of
1: thing. There's it's not the first time actually, but the doctor has pulled out something.
0: <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't wanna go down this. <laughs> No, I think whip, whipped out something, I think, is what we're gonna the expression <laughs> we're gonna use now. That seemed improbable inside. <laughs> That's what all his companions say. <laughs>
1: Oh, now you know why Rose was trying to get back through the. Doc-
0: <laughs> it wasn't the doctor's personality then was it ah oh. there <laughs> oh, mm. yes, anyway, anyway,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's probably another anagram for something that ends in i s isn't there? No, there's go <laughs> up here, <isn't> there, yeah <laughs>
0: oh. anyway, yes.
1: Um, yeah, no, <laughs> so you just it's thrown me there. <laughs> I wasn't
0: expecting it, so. neither was Rose, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah,
1: also, also, i am i i I hasten's head, and I hope hope there's just the child actor in this, he doesn't listening, but did you find it slightly odd, that kid?
0: He just stood there, didn't he? He didn't, I know he's meant to be like petrified, he was rooted to the spot. But he didn't yeah. even cry out, "Father" or anything. He just stood there, huh. like like that. Um, oh, what was that? That was that the Blue Boy, that painting that was popular in the seventies. Yes, he just stood there looking like that. Now, if you don't know what the Blue Boy is, it was a painting. I think just I think just about every house in the UK had in the nineteen seventies, yeah. and it was some bloody awful. I can't remember the name of the um, the artist now, but it was just some bloody awful, almost like chocolate box style painting that had this was he did he have a single tear ran down his face yes. as well yeah. so wide-eyed and blonde and it was extremely popular um and he he, he just looked like that he he actually had this the exact same animation as that painting <laughs> as well actually. you you've
1: probably explained why it was you could have put unnerved that, by him you yeah. could
0: have just put that painting on on that ledge <laughs> and you want to know the difference my painting <laughs> Oh, dear. yeah, so, I mean, that was, yeah, that was, that was peculiar. That was yeah. really peculiar, that. Um,
1: but... <laughs> and just, just, obviously, the, the fact that, of all of the children, he's the only one that doesn't get out safely.
0: Yeah, and just stands there as well. Yeah. Why was he on his own with no other children? What what special task had the Cyberman given him to work on his own? In the highest point possible.
1: He <laughs> was just obviously wall decoration.
0: <laughs> they were the, well, hang that painted up there. It was actually, it really was actually a small child.
1: <laughs> if, you, if, you, if they panned round on another wall, they had some naked, some woman dressed as a tennis player scratching her ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'd gone for the full 70s effect. <laughs> On the, on the other wall, there was a load of dogs playing poker. Poker. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, perhaps, that's,
1: perhaps that's what the Cyber Shades were. Perhaps it was Cyber Shades playing poker.
0: Poker. <laughs> cyber Labradoodles, as we've now established. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was, as I say, as usual, it was one of the overblown Russell T. Davis um, endings that just had
1: that we, we've, we've grown, grown accustomed to yeah now. I
0: know I
1: know it's it, probably actually now why I accept it more because I'm sort of knowing in terms of some of the others this is actually isn't as bad as yeah his <laughs> other attempts
0: but no it gets worse the, the next Christmas special after this one as we've previously spoken about on this podcast, yeah. in the time part two. Yeah, which is, we have already covered. and thank We, have, we ha- won't have to go back to again. Yeah, it, it, it does get a lot worse than this one. And I'm not saying this is a bad story. No. Because you can see there is potential there. Yeah. In this one. It's just the whole Cyber King thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Certainly the, the is this a, a Doctor that's regenerated is an excellent story. Yeah. You've got um, the whole
0: mystery there, which is, as we, we said, it's just dealt with... Halfway through the story, yeah, just and then crack- it actually
1: becomes clear quicker than it even before it's spelled out to you, yeah, and it could have been so more um the anticipation of that,
0: yeah, oh yeah, it should have been, it should have been its just, it, it's it just seemed like Russell Davis had an idea that next doctor's bringing some cybermen, then he then he sort of tries to he can't seem to ha- juggle two plot threads and make them meet as yeah. it were because he resolves the next Doctor bit and then he then he moves on yeah. to the Cybermen resolution yeah um,
1: as soon as you get to the Cybermen bit yeah then yeah. And basically like, the and next Doctor drops out doesn't yeah, it yeah that's
0: it and it's that whole thing of okay I've dealt with that plot for it now let's get to the spectacle yeah let's have the big finale yeah you know which which we got in the form of a Cyber King.
1: it's almost at that point where after he's a uh, done the explanation to Jackson yeah. Lake who he is. You almost could then have had the drum
0: roll <laughs> to build up to <laughs> that. I know. <laughs> I was just found out what the uh, uh the uh the Avatar disc stood for. Tethered aerial release developed in style. Yes. Yes, there we go. Couldn't remember it earlier on. Yeah so I mean out of I well, know we we don't sort of rate these ones, but you know, I, I did enjoy watching it. I wouldn't if I sort of flicking through the channels and I saw it was on, I wouldn't turn off.
1: No, I would I, I, watch I quite it. Like, I quite like David Morrissey's interaction with David Tennant in this. Yeah, I think that worked well, even though, as you say, that was effectively playing the same character. So yeah, but that was quite good in that sense. Because also, actually, I have to say, considering how overblown everything this gets, yeah, David Tennant actually underplayed this quite well.
0: Yes, he did. Actually, he doesn't get shouty in this at all, does no, he? No, he doesn't. It's a very restrained performance from him. And yeah, I and the scene where he's actually telling Jackson like who he is. Yeah, was yeah, actually that, that really was, good. That was very well done. Actually, I think that's what we we I think we've tended to, to forget about David Tennant because the ones we have watched recently for the podcast. Yeah, it's all been sort the you know the you know series four. Yeah, and, and the other specials that we did. Because obviously End of Time Part 2, very, very shouty. Um, also the same in a lot of Series 4 as well. But we we I think we tend to forget that when he's allowed to be quieter, he is actually quite a good doctor. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. And he's a good actor, so he is, there's, yeah. there's no
1: surprise in that. Um, and he just felt better if he could have played it. I mean, I think actually that's what makes this not to be a bad episode is the fact that he is actually performing it as you'd want him to perform as the Doctor.
0: Yeah. And he also interacted well with um, the Rosita character as well. Yeah. that's again, on w- Wikipedia, so again, 100% fact-checked, um, Rossi Davis that he claimed to make her a combination of Rose and Martha, so she felt like a companion before, as it says it, so she felt like a companion before she had done anything, which I can kind of see. Yeah. And I didn't think she was too bad a companion. I think she could have worked well if she had gone off with David Tennant, in all honesty. Yeah. Instead of being reduced to being... Um, was well, certainly, actually... Ma- Ma- Master, Fred- Master Frederick's nanny. <laughs> yeah. In some ways,
1: she she was the ideal companion, wasn't she? She was very strong, had her own mind on this. Yeah. Um, wasn't the, oh, Doctor, what shall we do?
0: No, not at all. Not And at not, all. The, uh, not
1: staring dewy-eyed at him.
0: No, that's it. Which again, consider it was meant to be a if it, was, if it was was meant to be a combination of Rose and Martha. Yeah, um, he did well not to make all to, du- to do that. Yeah, cow eyes at him, you know. So no, I, yeah. thought, I thought she. I thought she was really good. I think it's just a shame she wasn't sort of kept on really. Yeah, so, instead right. of just being reduced to being young Master Frederick's nanny. Yes, or the or just the uh, the keeper of the Blue Boy painting as we're spinning it <laughs> no, no, Yes. Yeah. It's called the Blue Boy, isn't it? I've no idea. Right, I'm just I'm, actually before I, we we go anywhere, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> right, I'm going to look this up. I just hope I don't because um, there, there, wasn't there a, wasn't it the Blue Lady was another one as well.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, my 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 70s art didn't go that far.
0: <laughs> no, it's not the Blue Boy. It's not the Blue Boy. I'm absolutely wrong on that. That was a painting. <laughs> by, that was a painting by Thomas Gainsborough. Oh, right, there you go. Yeah. Um... So it's not the blue boy. Sorry, folks. I don't know what the hell it's called. This is this week's answers on a postcard. Yeah, that's it. It's not the blue boy. Maybe it's the crying boy. Hang on. Hang on. Let's have a... Just don't, don't look up the crying gun, whatever you do. No! <laughs> We're back to whipping out the cutlass again, aren't we? <laughs> Unexpectedly whipping out the cutlass. Yeah. It is called the crying boy. Right. It's the crying boy, yes. Which apparently has a curse on it or something. Yeah, there was this thing about people burning it, wasn't there? You no, know, that was a spate of house fires. Yeah. In which the picture of well, the child... Char- well,
1: exactly. In exactly what happened in this. Yeah. Well, no, this is the way it says here. <laughs> he had here. to rescue him from the fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a nice Christmas ghost story for you now, actually, everyone, all folks, because um, basically what he says is that there was reports of house fires in which this picture of the, of the tearful child was left unscathed. <laughs> Ooh. Spooky. So he didn't need to be rescued. He'd no, he did he would have perfectly preserved, wouldn't he? Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go, folks. I might actually um, just put a photograph of that on the on the show notes <laughs> this week, actually. the photograph of the, of the crying boy. <laughs> Is that above my fire? <laughs> yeah, if you just want to survive a house fire, just cling on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Dress like that at all <laughs> Oh, I knew it. Was, I knew it was the something boy. I didn't know that was the. I, thought, I honestly thought it was the blue boy, but obviously I was getting my. Uh, <laughs> I was somewhere. getting my my yeah. arts facts um, confused there, wasn't I? So, okay. Well, we've gone way off topic as usual. Um, yeah, and probably too. <laughs> yes, exhausted the exhausted the conversation anyway. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah. So we don't end on a Dan. It, it was enjoyable. I did enjoy yes. it. for all, for all its faults. I I did enjoy it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So. It, it certainly wasn't the worst Christmas special. No, not by a long shot. So. No. Yeah, we haven't done Voyage of the Damned yet either. No. no, we'll leave that for next year, shall we? Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, if we can. Yeah, <laughs> so we can put it off a little bit longer. Okay, then. Well, um, we'll be back with um, new Who? with new Who. Yes, we'll have new Who to discuss. We'll be back um after the Christmas break with our review of the Snowmen. Yeah. Um, we might have that out before next we would sort of debate whether to put it out as soon as we can yeah or um or just leave it till next next weekend we're not
1: oh which may be one of the same thing
0: it might be yeah <laughs> so we're not uh we're not entirely sure yet because we've um obviously with um christmas we've got our own sort of things going on so it's when we can get together afterwards to to, to uh to record Talk a review it. so uh yeah so we'll get it out as soon as we can oh i don't think we'll be the first no not by a long shot, because I, I, I've got to think there'll be a few going out on Christmas Day, actually. Yeah. But, uh, but we will Which not... means I've actually got to stay
1: away from stuff.
0: Yes, because so you're, you're not going to gonna see it a Boxing Day, day. day the earliest. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, uh, so there we go, there we go. So um, it just remains for us to wish all of you um very Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed, yes. Have a good one. And um, yes, we should be back before the new year anyway. So um yeah so have a, have a have a really really good one everybody and um, for another week then it's goodbye from me Phil
1: and goodbye from me Paul
0: goodbye listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast.